You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ole Miss and Auburn this weekend. Auburn looked awful. I mean, well, LSU looked great, right? They put 28 on them in the second half. It got ugly. Hugh Freeze usually doesn't do that. He's a fantastic head coach. Um, maybe LSU's hitting another stride after the Ole Miss loss. You know, getting their stuff together, going to Missouri and winning. Absolutely throttling Auburn. Do you do you expect much of the same this weekend with Ole Miss and Auburn? Or... Or do you expect a close game with Freeze going against his former team and Lane versus Freeze? Yeah, this is pretty interesting, Bo, because when the line came out, I think I think it was what is it, Ole Miss minus four when it debuted. I don't know what it is currently, but uh, this is one where it seems like Vegas knows something and, and they're they're screaming for you to take Ole Miss. So it could be a much more competitive game than a lot of people realize, but. One thing, Bo, and uh, you're right. I mean, this is this seems like an outlier of a Hugh Freeze team here uh, for obvious reasons, but one in particular that I don't think enough people are paying attention to is I think he's playing the wrong quarterback. I mean, I don't know what he sees in, in Peyton Thorne. Uh, I think they just got to embrace Robbie Ashford. He, he seems to fit the offense a lot better. Uh, I think it, you know, after the bye, I, I was kind of anticipating more Robbie Ashford, but he did play against LSU, but it was a little too little too late. So, I don't know. I, I think I think he was making a big mistake here, playing the wrong quarterback. Yeah, that's – you know, he, he has stayed the course for the most part with Peyton Thorne. And will we see a new quarterback this week against Ole Miss and Robbie Ashford? And they claimed that it was a super tight race in August. Who knows if it was or if that's coach speak or whatnot. We're visiting with Michael Bratton out of Nashville. Now you do we've talked about this. You do your show downtown Nashville, is that correct? Yeah, right on uh, it's called Music Row. It's right across the street from Vanderbilt, right down the street from uh, Bridgestone Arena. You love it? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean this this is one of the best places uh, I've ever lived. It's it's a great town and uh, now, I don't go down to Broadway. That's kind of for uh, the tourists and everything like that. I don't so blame I, I, you. I stay away from that area. But, yeah, I mean, that, this is this is one heck of a place to live, no doubt. Yeah. All right. Are you going um, 
Are you super confident in Ole Miss this weekend against Auburn or just kind of confident? How do you feel about it? I mean, I'm pretty confident, but uh, honestly, Bo, I'm not as high on Ole Miss as everyone else is. I, I don't know. Now I realize some of their key games, they've been down some pieces, but Jackson Dart's obviously banged up. And if they can get Judkins going, you know, they can beat anybody. But that's kind of seem, seemingly been hit or miss all season as well. I, I don't know what's up with that. but Money. Uh, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that's what the rumors are out of Oxford is, you know, he got paid and he's kind of been a handful and yeah. uh, they could move off of him. You know, he he's not going to have that kind of demand in the market, but he, he did hit his lick at whatever it was, six $700,000, um, which is a ton of money. I think Ole Miss is probably stepping back because, like you said, they are dangerous and they're in a pretty good spot right now. Can you right. imagine if they had allocated more dollars to Keon Coleman and not as much in the QB room or with Quinshawn Judkins? Because that's a position that actually counts, wide receiver. Right. But anyway, go yeah. ahead. Well, I'm glad you went there, Bo, because that is one thing that, uh, hey, we're all in a new world here and, and all four players getting paid and all that. But one thing that I don't think enough people pay attention to is these allocation of NIL funds. And to your point, I mean, I've heard it from several people that Ole Miss mismanaged this horribly. I mean, how much are they putting on the quarterback room and, and two of those guys never see the field? You know, but to your point, you could have allocated that money elsewhere could have had a significantly better team this fall. And, and that I think that's going to be a challenge for teams that, that decide to uh, stock their roster, not exclusively through the portal, but heavily through the portal, is where do you allocate the funds? And, and I think Ole Miss severely screwed that up, and it may cost them a chance uh, at the SEC West title. Yeah, you dropped Keon Coleman on that team? Mm-hmm. Whoa. Whoa, because cause Lane can make it work with just about anybody because he's so damn good um, at scheming and, and scheming people open. But you drop Keon Coleman on that team, and, and we're talking about a uh, a whole different ball game. Uh, Michael Bratton, that SEC podcast, joining us on the Out of Bounds show. Michael, we appre- what, time's your, uh, what time are you firing off today? Yeah, so the podcast comes out, the audio version, first thing in the morning. We put out the video version at noon, and then three times a week we go live at uh, 5 Central, 6 Eastern time, and it's just two rednecks, uh, unfiltered, drinking beer. We, we only talk SEC football. I love it. I love it. Um, uh, oh, Real quick, are you buying LSU now? I mean, are you thinking they turned the corner and something happened after the Ole Miss loss? And, and as we march down the stretch, even though they got to go to Alabama, that this could be the – the team that's got, you know, a good bit of firepower behind them. I think so. I think so. And, and maybe I'm overreacting to them just destroying Auburn. Sure. Oh, they had they had 17 points before Auburn had a first down. But what was critical <laughs> in that game, they seem seemingly finally have figured out. Oh yeah, Harold Perkins. We got him on the team. How do how do we best utilize him? And he was just a demon for Auburn's offense all night long. Uh, if he can continue to do those things down the SEC stretch. I think they can beat Alabama. I think they can certainly beat A&M at home. So uh, LSU is still very much alive out of the West. And I think I think they would give Georgia a better game, I really do, than Alabama. So uh, I, I'm hoping that LSU wins the West because I want a competitive SEC championship game. Okay, so you like LSU as a better uh, – as a team that could compete more with those Georgia Bulldogs, right? 
Yeah, because I think your only prayer is to uh, try to outscore, get, get in a dueling contest with Carson Beck, well, and get, certainly Jaden Daniels. I think is a better quarterback right now. Yeah, no, and 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 it's it's where we are. Other than your game this weekend, which was old style SEC, and you can still win like that. And credit to Hypo and the DC and so on. But you kind of get the sense that the majority of the time it's track meet city right now, and can you put up points? Um, and Georgia can, and LSU can, and Ole Miss can, mm-hmm. and am I? I guess Missouri, but I'm still. He- I'm still. I know y'all got to play them uh, later. Tennessee goes to Missouri. Am I? Should I be buying Missouri, or is this a product of a? Uh, a pretty fluffy first, whatever it is, six or seven games schedule. No, I, I, I'm buying Mizzou. Uh, but okay. I'll tell you one thing to, to keep in mind, not that Kentucky's some great team or anything, but Luther Burden got banged up. Their star rusher, Cody Schrader, only had like 40 yards. And Brady Cook, he had a touchdown and an interception, but he didn't hit 200 yards. If I would have told you all those three things were going to happen in Lexington, you probably would have thought Mizzou got killed. They won by 17 points in a conference game at night on the road. That That's a sign to me of a really quality football team. And, yeah, they got to go to Georgia. Uh, certainly you got to favor Georgia, but they're the ones that gave Georgia the toughest game last year. And uh, I think they can beat Tennessee at home. I, th- I think they can beat basically everybody on their schedule aside from Georgia. Right. So I, I think Mizzou 9-10 win season is, is certainly – possible uh if they beat south carolina this weekend shane beamer i think will be 17 and 16 at south carolina you think they give him one more year or they make a move at the end of the year for beamer yeah uh well let's see who he blames this week after another loss you, you know uh, eli is is four and oh against south carolina so uh i i think he'll get another year but he's he's certainly got to make some coach changes on this coaching staff for a guy with that last name to have some of these guys on his staff. I, I mean, I thought the the reason you hired Beamer was because of his Rolodex. And, you know, you got to remember, Bo, when he got hired, he had uh, Mike Bobo. And then about a week later, he left. He, he'd hire an offensive line coach. And then a week later, this guy left. It, it's been like that basically the whole time. He, he's a tough guy to work for, I hear. And, and I, I think that's clear by uh, the coordinators that he hires. Yeah. All right, buddy. Um, here's to an ice cold bush light, and I hope you and your crew uh, have a good week. That's a fun win um, for y'all, no doubt about it. And now you go to uh, Tuscaloosa, Alabama, and Bryant-Denny Stadium and take on the Alabama Crimson Tide. I know how much fun y'all had marching out of the stadium last year with mm-hmm. that field goal post down to the river. Be good. Thank you, dude. Appreciate you, Bo. Michael Bratton. SEC Insider out of Nashville, that SEC podcast, joining us on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line.